want you, I'm going to take it slow, so I want you to hear what I'm saying, okay? One of the things that we have to pay attention to, this is not the great season for everybody. You understand what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, no disrespect, but somebody don't want to hear you talk about Merry Christmas. That's right. That's right. They done lost some folks. And it ain't going to be a Merry Christmas for them. And then there's some people in here that are grieving, all right, that are grieving because they've lost folks. And so what we do is we get too carried away. Some people went to Thanksgiving dinner and there was an empty chair. Are y'all with me? And so what we need to do is pay attention to what's going on within people. Sometimes, now you, you all, and we have some in here, I'm so proud of Sister Denisha and her family, y'all, y'all, y'all were good. So, see, some members just make me proud they belong to this church because they handle their business. They handle their business. You lose a mother, that's tough. And some others have lost mothers in here this year and, and fathers. But we, we, what I try to do is to help you be a prepared person in a prepared place. That's right. And sometimes, people listen to me very carefully, that people are wounded in their spirit. Are you with me? Yeah. And, and, and uh, you can't, we'll get to what you can do later. But there's some people, even in this church, that spirit is grieving because of what they went through this year. And some two years ago, three years ago, four years ago, five years ago, because I've told you all, in a death that takes three to five years for a person to totally get through that thing. All right? So we walk around here grinning and, and getting in people's face. You need to be careful. You need to have the discerning of the Holy Spirit to help you, okay, to do and to pray what you need to pray for or do what you need to do for a person. That's right. Sometimes people that are hurting in here, and there's many of you, that people mean well, but they can't help you That's right. because it's in your spirit. And Jesus knew that there would be some deep wounds in our spirit and that we would need comfort. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because people will do this, put on that smile. Oh, I'm okay. I'm doing just fine. But they're hurting and wounded inside. And so we can't get that deep in there. But Jesus told us that I will pray to the Father and he will give you another comforter. And so if he would pray to the Father to give us another comforter, that means that there we're going to need what? Comforting. Comfort. Right. And, and if he says he's going to pray to the Father that he gives us another comforter, then that means that there's going to be some spiritual healing that needs to take place in our lives. That's right. Am I making sense to you? Come on. And so what we want to do today is we want to prepare you, uh, some of you get a healing from the Holy Spirit. Now, we don't grieve the Holy Spirit, right? We allow the Holy Spirit to come into our lives and to work with us. I'm not saying, uh, excuse me. I'm not saying that we're not going to grieve. Say that. We can grieve. We can grieve. Okay, but we're not going to quench the Holy Spirit, right? That's right? There's two different things. Because as long as you are human, you are going to go through some things that you're going to grieve. Does that make sense? Am I making sense to you? 
All right, so, but Jesus knew that we would be going through some trials and some tribulations, brother. He knew we'd be going through that, so that's why he prayed to the Father to give us a comforter, because he knew that there'd be some situations, a circumstance that we was going to go through, that even the disciples and other people couldn't comfort us. It'd take something deeper than that. Teach. Are you with me? Teach. And so the comforter is... <clears throat> a comforter is someone to soothe, console, or reassure, bring cheer to, a pleasant feeling of being relaxed and free from pain. So, so well, sometimes there, we need the comforter, listen to me, to go down. See, sometimes the pain is not on the exterior, it's on the interior. That's right. Do you understand? And we can't reach down and endeavor that. But the Holy Spirit can go down in there and, and help us to deal with it and take the pain away from in the spirit. Amen. Are you all with me? That's right. All right, here we go. And also to comfort is the easing or alleviation of a person's feelings of grief or distress. And so sometimes, so listen to me, listen to me, the comforter is going to, I want you to read that real slow, each word, because I want you to get this, what the comforter will do for you, okay? He will soothe. He will soothe. Console. He will console your spirit. Sometimes you can talk to my mind, but the problem's in my spirit. Do you understand what I'm talking about? All right? Reassure. And to reassure me, see, so I, I need the Holy Spirit to reassure me I'm going to be okay. You see, folks just talking. They mean well, but they can't heal that deep of wound. It has to come from the Holy Spirit, all right? Bring cheer to. And sometimes in the midst of sorrow, the Holy Spirit can bring cheer because the Holy Spirit can make sense of things that the human mind can't make sense of. That's right. All right? Again, he'll bring that pleasant feeling of being relaxed and free from pain. So, so I need that sometimes. Sometimes you, sometimes, you know, you just need to get by yourself and take some time off and get by yourself and just sit there and you and him, meaning him, just have, you know, old folk, you say, just have a little talk with Jesus. That's right. Tell him all about my troubles. He will understand them by and by. Sometimes you got to do that. You see, sometimes folks love you, your family loves you, your friends love you, but they can't, get where, they can't get down deep where the pain really is coming from. You need the Holy Spirit to do that, all right? And finally, again, the comforter of the Spirit will bring the easing or alleviation of a person's feelings of grief or distress. So the Holy, only the Holy Spirit can deal with grief because the grief is not a mind thing. Grief is a spiritual thing. And the Holy Spirit's the only one that can deliver you from that. Are you all with me this morning? Well, Jesus knew we needed that, so he knew if he knew we needed a comforter, then he's telling us we're going to go through some stuff. That's right. All right, here we go. He went on to say that he would abide with you forever. And so sometimes he'll abide with you forever because, he, say, people will be with you for a while. But they got to go back to work. They got to go on with their life. You see what I'm saying? But the Holy Spirit will abide for you. Forever. To see, the Holy Spirit will be there. Listen to me, church. I know some of you are hurting. The Holy Spirit will be there when you by yourself crying on that pillar. You ain't alone. That's right. He'll be there with you because he will abide with you forever. All right? Come on, church. Even the spirit of truth mm -hmm. whom the world cannot receive. They don't even understand it. Because it seeth him not. See, they're looking for somebody. That's why they stay hurting. Because this ain't a people fix. This is too deep. This is deeper than people. All right? Neither knoweth him. Uh-huh. But ye know him, for he dwelleth with you. And he dwells where? 
with you. On Tuesday, when I put this message together, that's when I put my message together. You all don't know that on Mondays and Tuesdays. When I put this message together, I was thinking about all the people in here that have went, and then my alumni people and all the people that I know that's went through. And to see, I'm praying that the Holy Spirit does his work. Because you know, I'm going to do mine, but I can't get where they need it. Do you understand what I'm saying? I can hug and encourage, but I can't heal. That's right. The Spirit. Only the Spirit can heal the Spirit. Somebody knows what I'm talking about up in here. More than one person knows what I'm talking about up in here. All right? Again, Pastor, it says, He dwelleth with you and shall be in you. He's got, I got to have something inside me. I don't know. Some of you all may have not experienced it. You keep living. It'll get down to the very core of your gut. <laughs> can, I talk, can I talk to you? You see, and we need him there. You see, you understand what I'm talking about? And see, and, and here's the blessing of this lesson that you're getting. Some of you in here have never been through it, but there's some folk who would stand up in here and say amen to pastor and raise their hand because they understand what I'm talking about. You understand what I'm talking about? All right. It's just a matter of when it's going to be your turn. Well, that's right. All right. Again. Can I say it? If you ain't been there, keep living. All right. Again, he reminds us, I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. He says, I will come to you. But he's meaning in the spirit. All right. And in Matthew chapter 5, verse 4, coming so, from the Beatitudes. So, so I'm, I'm wanting you to get an understanding of where you need to go. There will be people who will come to you. And that's a great thing for people who will come to you. But there's a place you need to go, and that is with you and the Holy Spirit to allow him to come into your spirit and to minister to your spirit. I'm giving you knowledge right now. All right? That's, knowledge comes from books and personalities. That's, I'm giving you the knowledge right now. But I cannot get, as your pastor, I can't get that deep. And any pastor tells you that's lying. All right? But the Holy Spirit can get deeper than that. That's right. He can take the knowledge that you're getting now. And he can take it and transfer it and put it in your spirit. And he can smooth it out. He can make sense of things that doesn't make sense to me. Does that make sense? All right. The Bible tells us that blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. And Jesus, this is Jesus talking. I wanted to get with Jesus. He understood that. Jesus said, blessed are who the mourns. That means there's going to be some mourning. Then he, now it's there. But he says, but they will be comforted. So he understood that you're going to go through some things, but God will, through the Holy Spirit, will comfort you. Are y'all with me? Yeah. All right, go ahead and mourn. To mourn is to feel or express grief. You're going to mourn and express grief. And some of you in here right now are doing that. And this is a tough time. I hate that. You know, I've always told y'all I hate holidays because I'm not into that. Hey, Merry Christmas. I'd be wanting to tell somebody, marry you. Mm. Go ahead. No, y'all know how I talk, so I, I don't make, I don't make, huh? Right, I, I ain't ready for that. I, my mother died in, in, I think it was December the 10th or something. Uh, December the 10th, you know, all right? And we, you know, all that time, and folks is getting, I'm, I ain't ready for jingle bells. That's right. Silent night. I wasn't ready for all that stuff. All right, there's a way, but that wasn't the way. Y'all understand? So I'm trying to, I'm preparing those, and we want the Holy Spirit, as I'm speaking, to heal some of you all, because we can't do that. We can love you and want to do something, but we're impotent when it comes to trying to get down there, but the Holy Spirit can get down in that spirit. Are you with me? 
All right. Again, to mourn is also to express sadness or deep sorrow. There's going to be people, there's people in this church that's going to express, I mean, they're grieving. They're, they, they're, they have sadness and deep sorrow during these holidays. All right? And I'm telling you in here, you have to allow the Holy Spirit to come in. You have to pray for the Holy Spirit to, and let him have his, the old folks say, let him have his way. No, let the Holy Spirit have his way. All right? That is the only person of the Trinity that can help you through these situations. And ask me why. Jesus left it. He told you that. That's right. All right, here we go. And these situations can come from the death of a loved one, loss of a job or property, financial hardship. Wow. When those things hit you, you don't want to hear Merry Christmas. You ain't got no money. Right? You done lost your mother, your father, your spouse, your cousin, or brother. Ain't nothing merry about that. Right? Yeah. You done lost your job. You understand what I'm saying? Am I making sense? So the only place you can get comfort is where? Through the Holy Spirit. All right. But again, Pastor, we're told that we're blessed when we mourn because we will be comforted. We will be comforted. Because, see, sometimes the only time we really know who God is is when you're going through something. Do you understand what I'm talking about? You see, yeah, oh, yeah. And I, I watch him. So I, I heard a pre that preacher preach yesterday. I, oh, my goodness, he was really good. I ain't been in Baptist church in a long time with a Baptist anointed preacher. I've been in there with some loud talking preachers, but not a Baptist anointed preacher. Uh, all right, and he said something that made sense. Some of y'all might want to do it then. He was up there talking about folks are shouting. Don't know what they're shouting about. You know, but there's three types. There's one shouting your praise, one shouting God's whooping you behind, and another shouting you just emotional. All right? right? But I was glad for him to say that. We want it to be real. We want it to be real. Because in the midst of mourning, the Holy Spirit can come in and comfort you. And people will look at you and they won't understand how you can stand and how you can still love life and want to go on with life because they don't get it. But we get it. That's right. We get it because the Holy Spirit introduces us to a different way of thinking. Do you understand what I'm saying? And you know, uh, when I, well, I won't do that because I want to get out of here. And not hurt anybody's feelings. Teach us anyway. I'm sorry, Lord. That was really a lie right there. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Yeah. But some of you sitting here like you're looking at me like you don't know what I'm talking about. I feel sorry for you. Don't let it slip upon you. Don't let it slip upon you. All right? But church, even Jesus mourned, as we're told in Matthew 26, beginning with verse 36. See, I'm trying to get you to understand that Jesus prepared a way for you because he understands what it feels like. That's right. All right, here we go. So Jesus went with his disciples to a place called Gethsemane. You all know that's the place of decision. And he was just left having uh, dinner with his friends and communion with his friends. And he's getting ready to go through something that he really didn't want to go through. Every person that's living will get in that garden of Gethsemane one time or another. That's right. I'm talking spiritually. That's right. Where you are in a place where nothing's going to change. You're just going to have to handle it. So he was, he was there. That's right. He was there in this place. Oh, here we go. 
He said, sit here while I go over there and pray. And so he said, sit here while I go over there and pray. And he took Peter, right? And who? The two sons of Zebedee along with him. And he began to be sorrowful and troubled. Jesus was beginning to be what? Say it, folks. Sorrowful and troubled. Here's the lesson you get in there. He took two people with him. That's right. Sometimes I know God is there in my spirit, but I need somebody to walk with me. You see, you understand what I'm talking about? Are y'all with me? You see, sometimes you'll go through something, and you got that thing down, what Pastor talked about. You've prayed for the Holy Spirit, but you'll need somebody to walk with you. That's right. So Jesus is giving us a pattern here of, yes, there's going to be some times when we're going to go through some sorrow, and we're going to be troubled. And, and, and he, you know Jesus had the Holy Spirit, right? He had it, his spirit, but he was troubled, and he was going through sorrow, and, 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 and he's going through an emotional thing. He was sorrow, so he took a couple of guys with him. You understand? So sometimes, people, you need to be them two guys. Well, are you with me? Uh, no, you ain't. Sometimes they don't want to hear you talk about Merry Christmas. They just want to hear you. If you need for me to do anything for you, you need for me to walk with you. I can go as far as you need for me to go. Are y'all with me? All right. Then he said to them, my soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. He said, he said you know, he was sick in his spirit to the point of death. And I'm glad that Jesus understood those things. So if when I go through those things, and, I, and I've been through some of those things, you know, I've been where some of you all haven't been, and I've been where some of you all have been. But this here is what kept me going. And, and thank God there were people there. You know, I had the Holy Spirit with me, and I was able to walk. The Spirit had already come, but I had people walking with me, comforting me. Are you with me? All right. He even asked them to stay here and keep watch with me. And see, see, he's going through sorrow. And if you haven't been through it, keep living. Sorrow is what? A feeling of deep distress caused by loss, disappointment, or other misfortune suffered by oneself or others. See, see, sometimes, see, you, you can't get light. You can't be a Christian. Look at me. You can't be a Christian and never have sorrow because sometimes it's not in my family, but it's in a friend of my family. Well, sometimes, see, see, are you a, see if you're in the church members, I know some of you are church members, but then some people are church family. Come on. Come on. And so when something goes wrong in the church family, they feel a pain because a brother or sister is going through something. Are y'all with me? That's right. You see, so I tell people all the time, just because your world is all right doesn't mean that your brother, or your sister, and I ain't talking biological, your brother, or your sister is going through something, then you ought to have some sorrow because of the pain your brother and your sister is going through, and you ought to want to assist them in whatever need that they have to help them get through that dark time. That's right. That's what the church, the body of Christ is for. All right. Sometimes, you know, I, had a, I, I know to have a little talk with Jesus. But sometimes I need to have a little talk with Nathan. Come on. You know what I'm talking about, Nathan? Sometimes we need to have a little talk with each other. I got that thing. I remember when I was in the hospital, and don't y'all do that if I ever have to go again. Don't be sending me no texts with scriptures because I don't know how to pull them up no way. Uh, you know, if people are sending me, me, sending me scriptures, right, put a text on there, I love you. Do you need anything? You see? 
because I'm gonna have to walk. I had to, I'm gonna have to walk some dark roads. You're gonna have to walk some dark roads. But I need Jason to walk with me, and he has. I need to walk. I need something done. That's right. You see, I don't need for you to pray for me. I don't pray for myself. Come and help me. I don't need for you to pray for me. I need for you to come and help me. I need for you to come and assist me. Give me a hug. All right. I'm glad somebody here understands what I'm talking about. All right. These folks talking about it's bad theology in them songs. I don't need when all your friends leave that world of that. That's terrible. If you're a Christian, all your friends can't leave you. If you're in the body of Christ. Your family is big enough. Some of your biological folks can get in there. But when you get in the body of Christ, somebody's going to be there for you. All right. Some people really love Pastor Fields up in here. I'm watching them ones that didn't clap. I know. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I got my eye on them brothers and sisters that didn't clap. Okay. But they wasn't lying. So I, I give them credit. Now, here we go. Sorrow is also distressed, caused by loss, affliction, disappointments, grief, sadness, or regret. These are the things of our life. These are the things that are a part of life. Jesus is showing us something here. These are the things of life, and he took a couple people with him. He wouldn't pray for himself, didn't he? But he took a couple people with him. That's right. That's here we right. go. In the message, it says he plunged into an agonizing sorrow. And, and, and I mean, an agonizing sorrow. And, and for some of you who don't experience it, it's in your stomach. You feel like you just want to throw up. You see? You understand what I'm talking about? Okay. And then he said, this sorrow is crushing my life out. And sometimes it takes the breath. It takes the, literally, it takes the breath out of your life. One telephone call can do it. One telephone call can do it. Okay. But he had those two with him, and he said, stay here and keep vigil with me. And he just said, stay here and keep vigil. Just stay here and keep watch. We're not going to get into all that part where they weren't. But they were there. Even if they fell asleep, they were there. The issue is he listened to me. Folks preach too much about them falling asleep and not enough about them being there. Sometimes, even if they asleep, you can walk down there, Nathan, sit down if you want to. Uh, he just walked, dealing with his child in the back. Is that okay? Now y'all look at me, because I mean, this is a nice bow tie. All right, so here we, here we go. So, so here we go. I'm trying to prepare you for you and prepare you to be able to minister to somebody else. Huh? He ain't got to call the pastor. You sitting up in there. That's right. Pastors, they're a member to the pastor. They're your friend. All right, here we go. Now we're going to read from 2 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 5 through 7. And I'm trying to get you to understand the Holy Spirit's going to do his, you're going to go through this sooner or later. All right, here we go. For when we came into Macedonia, we had no rest. This is Paul talking about, he was tired. He was tired, all right? But we were harassed at every turn. Conflicts on the outside, fears within. You ever been there? You know, you had that conflict going on, and then that fear, can I handle this? Am I doing all right? All right? But God who comforts the downcast. But he, listen here, but he says God comforts who? The downcast. The downcast, and the downcast are? Those are low in spirit. Because some people are low in spirit, and God, has to, God can lift their spirit. 
All right. Sad and without hope. And some people feel that they're just without hope. There are people right now in hospital rooms. They have no hope. They're scared. There's fear. Okay? And downcast describes a person's mood. Yeah. Downhearted, down in the dumps, just plain old down. Just down. My mother used to say, sick and tired of being sick and tired. Just down. But guess what happened? That's what Paul's talking about. He's saying, but God comforts the downcast. So if he says, if God comforts the downcast, then that means he's what? Downcast. We're talking about Paul. All right? In the Bible, it said that, it, that uh, excuse me, that we were comforted by the coming of Titus. Whoa, wait a minute. But the Bible says I was in the downcast, but I was comforted by Titus. Or my friend. So, so Titus, how many Tituses are in here? Come on. You're Come supposed on. to be a, you're either a downcast or a Titus. That's right. You ought to be on one side or the other. Come on. But see, sometimes, see, I like this with Paul's talking. We know Paul was a strong Christian. He was talking about God comforts the downcast, but he didn't even talking about, but God sent Titus. Right. And see, 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 God will send you somebody yes. that will lift your spirits. Do yes. you understand? Yes. Sometimes, I, listen to me. Sometimes I need Titus. Yes. Are y'all with me? Yes. Let me help you. There's going to be a time in your life where you need Titus. Yes. You know God. And you know what God can do, but you're going to need Titus to come and talk to you. You understand? To encourage you. All right? All right keep and going not this. only by his or her coming, but also by the comfort you had given him. Yeah, but see, Titus was comforted by what? The church. The, the church, huh? Comfort Titus. And so Titus was able to go and comfort Paul. This is what I'm trying to do in here today. I want Christ Temple North members to be strong enough and more powerful enough that they're comforted by being a member of this church and learning and growing spiritually that they are able to go and what? Comfort somebody else. That's right. That's right. All right to that. All right? He told us about your longing for me, your deep sorrow, your ardent, passionate concern for me, so that my joy was greater than ever. See, somebody can come and give great news say, and say, you know, Christ Temple North, people love you. We're going to be there for you. You see that? And it made him say it comforted him because Titus came and talked and let them know that the people at his church loved him. And he said it gave him great comfort. All right. And then in Romans chapter 12, verse 6 through 8, we're told, as a church, we have different gifts. Yes. Now I want to talk about, we have different gifts in here. Everybody has a gift. Keep going. According to the grace given to each of us. All right. If your gift is prophesying. Then you prophesize. In accordance with your faith. Mm-hmm. If it is serving, then serve. Some people just serve. That's what they do. They just here to serve. They to serve whatever you need. They pastor, you need this. Whatever you want, whatever you need, we're here to serve. Okay. If it is teaching, teach. We have plenty of those teaching back there. Okay. If it is to encourage, some people have the gift of encouragement. That's what they do. It's a gift that they have the gift to encourage. And and and, and I mean, and there's some remarkable people in here. That, that it's just amazing to me sometimes when I get, get to thinking about all the things that could change. I think about the people who do the work in this church. And I am so pleased with those in here that come to serve and those that really work and keep this church going. 
And, 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 and it was a beautiful thing to uh, have a brother like Brother Larry, Chaplain Larry over here. You know, I, I go wherever I go to, and we have to go to funerals. We have to do that. And he's already there opening doors and talking to people and encouraging people. That's a gift. Everybody didn't have that. That's right. Everybody didn't have that. Everybody doesn't have that. All right? An encourager is to inspire with courage. Some people can do that. They can ins inspire with courage. All right? Spirit, mm -hmm. hope, or strength of mind. See, see, or strength of mind. This is what you're getting here now. You're getting knowledge from Pastor Fields in this lesson, in this sermon, to strengthen your mind. Because sometimes, if you don't have your mind strengthened, life will blow your mind. That's right. All right? An encourager is also someone who can strengthen the feeble-minded people. And, and somebody that can, that can go in and strengthen the feeble-minded people. Because sometimes we get there. We get a little feeble-minded. And we need somebody to come in and strengthen that. And men, you are the worst at it. Because we don't want nobody telling us nothing. And that'll cause you to fall. Pastor Fields loves it when the men call him up and ask for prayer. You can call me up and pray for me. That's right. I need to be encouraged. You ought to encourage your pastor. He's your teacher. That's right. Say, Pastor, keep doing what you're doing. Keep praying for me. Keep giving us this word. Keep inspiring me. Keep strengthening my mind. Go do that. Don't just listen. Encourage him. All right? You think everything's always all right in his life? Come on. <laughs> Really? Okay. Again, the Bible says we have different gifts. If it is to encourage, then give encouragement. Then do that. Some people say, well, I ain't got no gift. Yeah, you do. I don't know what it is, but I'm talking about encouragement today. That's right. All right? If it is giving, then give generously. If it's giving, give generously. If it is to lead, do it diligently. Mm -hmm. If it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. You in here somewhere. You're here somewhere. Use it. All right. Second Corinthians says, praise to the God of all comfort. Praise be to God. And praise Father, to the God of all what? Comfort. Praise to the God of what? All comfort. Praise to the God of what? All comfort. So if you've got to praise to the God of, of all comfort, that means there's going to be some things in your life that's going to make you uncomfortable. And you're going to have to pray to God to comfort you. Some of, you are sitting, some of you are sitting in here and you're looking at me. I'm trying to get you to understand the real power of God because there's going to be a time you're going to need him. That's right. That's right. Because, see, I can speak to your mind, okay? I can give you knowledge, yes. all right? I can pray for you. Yes. But when it's down in here, only the Holy Spirit can do that. That's right. Amen. You see what I'm saying? Amen. So you need to pray to the God of what? Of all comfort. Sometimes you need, and sometimes we need to pray for the God to comfort our brothers and our sisters. I'm praying for you, sister, that God comforts your spirit. Praying for you, brother, that God comforts your spirit. You see? All right. The God who comforts us in all our troubles. And you're going to have troubles. Where are you going? Where are you going? Is that a scripture we're reading, or is that just me talking? Oh, that's scripture. That's scripture. The Bible's, everybody tell me, I love the Bible. It's telling you all hell will break loose in your life sooner or later. It's telling you you're going to be in some situations you don't want to be in. It's telling you you're going to be helpless. 
It's telling you, you can, they can sing all the songs they want to sing, raise their hand, preach the sermon. But only God can reach down deep in your spirit and heal what you got to have. You see? You understand that? All right. Pastor, we're told this so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves received from God. The only reason that some of us can tell you that, we had to tell you that because we've been there yourself. Some of you all don't know that. I've lost three siblings. I done that, as, that was before I was at the age of 10 and watched two of them die in the house. Right. Both parents. Do you understand what I'm saying? Right. Able to tell you how to handle it. That's right. You see? You see, God's blessed you. I understand. Oh, I, I understand what you're dealing with, right? Three-time cancer survivor. I know what I'm talking about. Come on. You see, without God, you'll fall apart. That's right. <laughs> you, you're going to fall apart, right? Without God, you'll fall apart. And without people loving you, you'll fall apart. That's right. Do you understand what I'm saying? So I'm not a bit just talking. Been through that. All right? Okay. And pastor, for just as we share abundantly in the sufferings of Christ, mm -hmm. so also our comfort abounds through Christ. Our comfort abounds what? Through Christ. Our comfort abounds through what? Through Christ. Our comfort abounds through what? Through Y'all understand? Amen. Did you get the message? Amen. You understand what it takes? Amen. You're going to have to wonder. See, here's what gets me sometimes. There's some people in here ain't been through nothing they, yet. Hold on to this message. Hold on. You're going to go there. You're going to go there sooner or later. You see? Ain't God good? Amen. All right. All right. All right. I just feel good. Just, everybody take a deep breath. 